This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Oh, 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 we're right in there, folks. We are here. We are queer. And I'm clear, by the way, at the uh, airport. I, I got to tell you, clear has saved my ass. Uh, let me, I got, I'm just getting the backup going here because we're oh. recording at Mark's house now. I guess we just record here now. I guess so. Shelby hates us. Uh, well, it's hard to get. I don't know what happened over there. It's hard to get the studio time. We've been there since fucking 1996. Uh-huh. And uh, I feel like we got some listeners out there, quite a few. Yeah. But something changed. They got two studios, but we can't get in there. We can't get in there. Well, last time we were there, I saw Jordan Peterson. They got a UFC thing. There's a millionaire who owns it. So we're out. I think there might be another star coming to record there, too. Oh, really? That's the impression I'm getting. Did you not get that impression? I got no impression. I'm not a fan of impressions. I like impressionists. Monet. Uh, he was good. What about Manet? Monet, Monet. Manet's? I Monet hate Manet. Who's Manet? He was another one. No, oh. that's not real. Tippy, tippy, day, day. There was another one. Monet, <laughs> Woman Manet. A. Woman A, uh, Woman B. Matisse. Matisse. Falcon? Matisse, Matisse O'Neill. <laughs> oh, he's passed away. Ah, uh, diabetes. Wouldn't you give anything for a Patrice O'Neill special oh, right now, or a radio the, show, the, a podcast, the Trump, tweet? and the Me Too, and then the oh, the all the the outrage culture. We really need that big fat fucking black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if a black guy says it, everybody goes, "All right, all right, all right." You can say the same thing, and you go, "Like, hey, you're racist." And then you get like, go, "Hey, well, listen to him." And they go, "Okay, I guess so." Yeah, it's interesting. What a what a brilliant. Guy and comedian, boy, he is sorely missed. Yes, uh, but uh, boy, it's good to see. I mean, first of all, I mean, I've been in Europe for a week. I was in Canada for a week. I mean, I haven't seen you since 1974. <laughs> yeah, I've been in San Fran, Denver. I've been all over the road. Yeah, well, I guess I saw you right after Winnipeg. Then I went to Francois, and uh, I might have to just get right into this. Get into it. I saw you for literally eight seconds at the stand. Then I had to run. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The stand. It's the stand, which is now. Moving, moving, leaving, and it makes me sad because that place has been such a huge part of my life and success and career. I mean, it's six years over there. Yeah. I've done... Is it six? I believe it's six. Wow! Maybe it's five. Maybe it's five. Maybe it's five because it had a rough start, then it got its own sea legs, whatever that means, and now it's cooking. Now I, it's sold out all the time. I think it's close to six, and... uh Woo-wee. Pretty sure it's six, but I, I love the place. I love Patrick and uh, the gang over there, the hottest waitresses in the biz. Oh, tell me about it. And uh, sweet as pie, and I, I've just done so many sets there, and it's been a crucial part of our success, our ride, our run. Sure. But now they're moving. They're going to be back open again, they say, in like a few months. But, boy, I can't imagine it's going to take a while. Yeah, they got to renovate a Brother Jimmy's, which is a big barbecue joint. And they got two floors now. They're very ambitious with the stand. So two, come out and support when they're done. Two floors of horrors. Uh, I can't yeah. wait. But it's going to be a real lull because that was our go-to spot outside of the Comedy Cellar, of course. I know. And uh, but uh, So thank you for all the years and the queers at the stand. Yes, here, here. memories. 
Yeah, and then uh, go to Frantic next Monday, a week oh. from today, is the last blowout show. It's going to be like a four-hour show. I think it's free. Four and hours. everybody will be there for that one. So if you're listening to this and you're in New York City, Gramercy, go check that out. Yes, four hours. I guess Godfrey's doing one set. Hello, folks. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's going to be a hot one. we got Eastville is now turning the New York Comedy Club. Deuce, all, all kinds of transitions in the comedy world, including... Uh, Macy J or whatever her name is transitioning. Macy J. J C May. What's that porn star comedy? Bailey J. Bailey J. Oh well, she transitioned quite some time ago. Oh, well, I needed a transition comedian. There's not that many. Oh, I got you. I'd like to transition in my face. I love Bailey J. Oh really? Hot. Would you Would you blow her? I would for like a hundred bucks. All right, I can put that together. <laughs> I bet you could. It's <laughs> a quick GoFundMe. I'll put in ninety-eight of those. Uh, Jay McBride, Jay McBride, comic, hilarious, and I believe a listener of the show. Oh, all right, JJ. Possibly, I don't know. I think McBride and McGroom. Who's that? I'm saying she's a McBride and McGroom. Oh, that's good. <laughs> she should use that. That's not bad. Maybe she will. I mean, it doesn't really make sense, but uh, it's <laughs> close. She went from a McGroom to a McBride. Yes, I was a McBride, now I'm a McGroom. Yeah, there's something there. Uh, once a McBride maids, never a McBride. All right. It's something to toy with, for sure. Toy. Sex toy. Well, speaking of marriage and wedding and uh, gays in the military, I went out to France, Paris, France. <laughs> Woo, gay Paris. And you know, I've been excited about this. I've never booked a trip so far in advance i booked uh-huh. it in november wow for may it's like a wedding you yes booked it a year out very similar feeling and i've been very excited about it and i'm like it's one of those things where you feel like it's never going to come something that's six seven months away it's like I, me on paxil i feel like <laughs> you, you beat me to it <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> uh, when i took paxil it was a real ordeal to come but at least you're a, you're a porn star hanging in there yeah but that's you know I think that's overrated. Women, they don't want to... Michelle Wolf has a joke about it, who popped in the other day at the underground. She's a pop inner now. She's a celeb. A-list celeb. A-list celeb. Thank you. <laughs> She's a big C. I don't know if it's because we're talking about it, but my dick is tingling right now. Ah. Feels like numb. Must be the Paxil. It's a mental thing. I'm off the Paxil now. That was oh, years okay. ago. Well, it's all the cum tuck. But it was hard because I had my ex-girlfriend at the, at the time. I mean, my girlfriend at the time, ex-girlfriend now. She was like... 22, zero body fat, and Ooh. was very uh, Anorexic. sexual. Uh-huh. And um, I couldn't come. It was horrible. Yeah, so like you're she's pounding away. Yeah, pounding. She's blowing. We're licking each other's privates. And uh, I was like, I'm sorry. It's the packs. I was like holding the bottle, like pointing at it. I'm like, look, look, it's not you. Wow. It's me. It's not even me. It's it's the drug company, pharmaceuticals. So we get safe to say you weren't listening to Come Town. No, no. Well, Come Town, they were in seventh grade at this point. <laughs> I guess so. That's <laughs> when they were hot. In, 88. Uh-huh. I have to say pharmaceutical, one of my all-time favorite words. Mm, That's a fun word. I like debacle. That's fun, too. That's a good one. But pharmaceutical is a little flowier. Pharmaceutical. That's true. It's, it's like got a wave. its ups and downs. Also, uh, gubernatorial is a mm. fun, is a classic. That's terrific. <laughs> Governor. Yeah. All right, so you're not coming. You're in Paris. <laughs> so I'm going to Paris, and the, fi- the, the fi- time has finally come. It's time to Everybody's go. Everybody's coming. Time comes. I don't. Yeah. But uh, it's very exciting, and the, as you know, we recorded the podcast. I was leaving the next day with five thirty flight. We go out. I buy shoes. We get it all packed up. It's a lot of packing. Is this good? Is that good? I brought my suit. I was like, it's Paris. Wow. It's a stylish place. But I'll tell you, it's very difficult for men to dress well on the road. Mm. There was no iron in our hotel. No iron. So I got all these. You had an iron deficiency. I did. And so I go to, I got all these Ted Bakers and a suit because I want to look stylish. But it's all wrinkled from the bag and I got no iron. 
I'm trying to put it in the shower, but the shower doesn't really actually work. And you yeah. hang it. It's just all bullshit. I end up wearing one of them, but no suit. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Who, who's kid- who are we kidding? Well, what was the uh, what was the the uh, occasion to wear a suit? You just in case. Well, you go out to dinner. You go out to uh, you, you dress up night. Like she brought wow. all these dresses. It's oh. a very stylish, fashionable city. I'm, I got a thousand dollar imported suit. Why not throw it on and we'll sure. walk around? But, I like uh, it. You're like Bond. I felt like Bond, but uh, it didn't work. So yeah. it's more like you know bland. Uh-huh. Um, eh, that was that better was, than I realized. That was something. That's <laughs> good. I wore jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. But uh, how great. I mean, I went to Paris, and I remember sitting at a cafe just watching people go by, and it was like Friday night at 6 o'clock, and I'd see all these couples walking with a bottle of vino just going to a, like a dinner party. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Paris, baby. We're in France. And they really dress there. I yes. mean, everyone is dressed to the night. Everyone's smoking and dressing. Everyone's yes. dressed amazing. Like, you see, like, we walk by like a high school or like a middle school, and these kids are in suit. They're wearing Ted Baker's, these middle school fags. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I keep saying that word. It's the height of fashion. Sorry. Well, that's a good word. I say it all the time. I can't stop saying it. They like it. It's like the N-word. You're nah, one of them. Uh, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I feel terrible. Oh, come on. Don't be a comedian. Don't apologize. But anyway, but what if I am sorry? I have this argument with uh, Ari. Ari's He's like, sorry. oh, you never apologize. I'm like, what if I feel bad? I guess so. I don't like this never shit. All right. Well, if it's a joke, I, I feel like if you're saying the joke, that means you're behind it. Yeah, they weren't gay kids. Sure. I mean, some of them might have been. That's true. Yeah. Uh, maybe all of them were. I don't know. They're wearing Ted Baker. Well, the question be is, gay. is it more offensive if they're gay or if they're not gay? I guess if they're gay. I think if they're gay, yeah. yeah. It's like calling a, a retard a retard. Right. If I call you a retard, people are like, hey, you can't say retard. If I call a retard a retard, they put me in jail and yeah. fuck <laughs> me in the butt. Right. Retard jail. <laughs> but anyways, I send my retards. Um, <laughs> what about tardy? That's still around, huh? Well, oh, that's something that happened in Paris. We went Whoa. to the movies. We went to see Les Voyeurs, which is a movie called Peeping Tom, an English movie from 1960. Mm. And we wanted to go see a movie, but we wanted to find an English-speaking movie. We went to El Champo, which is like one of their classic old theaters. Uh-huh. A little underwhelming between you and me. Interesting. The lamppost and the uh, television set. So we went there, and they got su- subtitled in French, of course, but it's an English movie. And the word for late in France is tardy. No, retard. No. Yes, look it up. Really? The I word w- retard is happening all the time throughout the thing. Retard. Re- yeah, but there's a D. I know, they don't pronounce I, I went to French immersion. Well, I'm telling you, I'm reading retard over and over again. I looked it up, <laughs> retard, and it says dealing with tardiness. I'll wow, look it up again. look at that. What were you watching, The Ringer? No, I just kept saying retard. <laughs> Holy hell. I'll tell you, it was really something. Oh, fuck me. I went to, don't you hate when you go to hit? The thing, and then a thing oh, yeah. pops up. Pornhub pops up or something else. Yeah. This is why we need Shelby. We need Shelby to pull up French. We need a retard. But we can't get, uh, I don't know, we can't get in the uh, studio. I believe you. I know tar is in there because uh, they would always be like, oh, Mark, je suis tardy, tu es tardy. But, Here we, uh, here's the uh, English uh, mentally retarded. Oh, the word for mentally retarded in French is Ari Arere. Oh, we'll have to tell Ari. Uh, translation, I can't find it, but whatever, it means late, and I'm... I believe you, I believe you. I know, I just wanted to read it. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, I got it. Retard translation English means the fact that he's late worries me, his lateness worries me. Son retard, blue. There you go. Lateness. 
All right. So anyways, you watch that movie, and they say retard about 57 times in it. Wow, that's hilarious. But anywho, we're going to fucking uh, Paris, and we yeah. are not retarded for the flight. We got there three hours early. And we get on the plane. It's a seven-hour flight. As you know, I watched uh, Field of Dreams and National Lampoon's Vacation. I cried during both of them. Two wow. of the best movies ever <laughs> oh, made. I love them. You get that plane emotion. Plus, yes. you're going to Paris. You're with your wife. It's exciting. I hadn't been home in a while. Mm-hmm. So we get the seven-hour flight. All this planning. I got a, I got a thousand-dollar flights. Two thousand dollars at the hotels, Woo! seven months in advance. I got French Woo! Open tickets; those are a buck fifty each. That's three hundred bucks. So about thirty-five hundred bucks into this trip already. And you haven't left. Haven't even landed. Woo! On the flight, no long, you're crying. long flight. Of course, we finally land, and you're just—you've been through customs over there and customs over here, security line, cab line. Nothing's easy in no. this country. And in give this me, th- give me the flight times. When do you land? What time are we at? I leave at 5.30 p.m. Okay. and we get in at like 8 a.m. Ooh, or that's tough. Maybe 7 a.m. Oh, my God. Are you, are you napping on the plane? Is there a sleeping pill sitch? I try to nap, but it's just too hard because you get the movie screen in front of you. We're in the, uh, the fucking... The exit row seat, because oh, I wanted the leg room, but it's good. chilly. It's that, That's a chilly seat. It's a chilly seat. Because the door isn't sealed so well, so Ooh. it's just breezing in, you know? I it wasn't Southwest. I know. So uh, I'm chilly, and I finally just go, fuck it. We're just going to have to stay up for 36 hours. Who gives <sighs> a shit? We'll do it. Good for you. You're sober. So we get there. We land, and now it's like, all right, we're on the home stretch. we got to get through customs, get in a cab, and then we're just in Paris, baby. Yeah. Six day, and we got nothing to do. We got no people have asked to do spots. I'm grateful that people asked me to do spots there. Oh, is like, that right? Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to do any sets. I don't want anywhere to be. The yeah. French Open is the only thing I'm like, we got that. We got to be there at 11 a.m., yada, yada. Yes. Which now they're just calling it Roland Garros. They're trying to be like Wimbledon. Uh-huh. It's no longer called the French Open. Uh-huh. It's now just Roland Garros. Interesting. That's eh, a little pretentious. Who's he? You know, I don't even know. All right. It's the grounds, the stadium. I don't know. Oh, well, that's, yeah, that's a like, whole other thing. Like Wimbledon. I don't get it. We get there, we get off the plane, and you got to file through, and then it's like a, every every international is like a five mile walk to customs. We Ugh. get up to customs, and we go here. We go now. I always get a little nervous at customs, sure, because it's the stamp. They got officials, they got guns, and you don't want to get stuck in a country or sent home by right. all means. We get up there. We're finally next. Long line. We're next. I go here. We go. We walk up together. We hand him our passports. He scans mine. Goes boo 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 boo. He's nice. Scans Sarah's, and you hear. Dink. And he goes, oop. It all starts with this sound. Oop. Oh, I hate it. Makes that noise. He yeah. says, oop. He looks at it. He goes, oh, looks like your passport stolen. Sarah goes, no, that's my passport. Uh-oh. There's one beat, and we both go, oh. And she's like, oh, I know what that is. When we got married Uh-oh. in the courthouse, she checked the box, change your name uh-huh. to, to list. Uh-huh. Which we don't even need to do because I don't have any... I don't care. I'm not like, you got to change your name, you bitch. You belong to me. I don't <laughs> believe in that. Sure. And then she's not changing it because of showbiz reasons. Okay. So she just checked this box, and so many problems have stemmed from that. It's very difficult to change your name. Why'd she check it? Just I don't know. She wanted to be a family. You know, okay. I'm a list. You know, old school. All right. Uh, that's cute. So it's sweet, and I appreciate it. But so she sent off her passport and Social Security and all this stuff to some website Uh-oh. to change her name and then just didn't hear from them for like a month. So she's like, I think I ripped off. I think I found a bad website. Yeah. So she called and was like, I think my passport's missing. And they're like, oh, all right, we'll report it. And then eventually she went to the DMV and got all her stuff back. Oh, Big right. manila envelope with all her shit. So she went, oh, I got it back. We're good to go. Whoa. And this is like a year ago. Oh, Or whatever, my God. six months ago. 
So she doesn't get any of it. She's got a passport. It's it's valid passport. We get there. He's like, this is reported stolen and missing. Whoa. And she's like, oh, no, no, I got it back. I have it. And he's like, wow, it says it's missing. Oh. So he goes, I'll tell you what. This shouldn't take long. Not a big deal. He goes, you guys got a bag you checked? I go, yeah. He goes, you go get it. Points to me. He goes, you go get the bag. Uh-huh. And then you come with me. And then he'll she'll meet you downstairs at the pickup. I'm like, okay, great. I go, I love you, Sal. See you in a minute. Oh, my God. It's splitting apart is terrifying. The splitting apart is terrifying, but at the time, I just took the guy's word for sure. it. He's like, should we write down? You go get the bag. And I went, oh, he's got a gun. So I went, okay. Uh, and then cut back to him putting a plastic glove on. Yeah. And her and bending over. How'd you know the story? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I go downstairs, I pick up the suitcase, and now I'm trying to be all Alan-y. I'm trying to be just relax, whatever. I'll see her in a few minutes. It's yeah. no big deal. Obviously, it's her passport. Right. She's got the passport. It's not missing. Yep. It's her face on it. They can Google her, watch her late night set. She's a yes. goddamn celebrity in the States. Colbert. Whatever. Uh, so I go, all right. So now I'm sitting down there. And then I remember him saying, I'll tell the guy to look for you. Security. Uh-huh. So I go, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be... Maybe he said upstairs. Now I'm like, fuck, I don't remember anything he said. And I, she doesn't have her phone on. Uh-huh. I turn my phone on because I bought the the, uh, the roaming thing, $10 uh-huh. a day. She's got nothing, no phone. Good for you. So I go outside, and I'm like, I think I'm in the right spot. Now I'm outside. I'm beyond the airport. I can't get back in though. Oh, my God, you're out the doors. Well, I'm out the security section. Uh, okay, got it. So I'm where all the limo drivers have your name yes. and stuff. So I'm sitting there going, okay, it's only been 10 minutes. I'm like, all right, all right, wait. I'm like, maybe it's supposed to be upstairs. I think I'm supposed to be upset. Now about 20 minutes passes. I'm trying to stay calm. I'm like, all right, I'll find her. It's no big deal. We're going to get back together. We'll laugh about this. Makes you realize the phone, how much we communicate, you know, and that's out the window. Phone is huge. So then I start texting her. I sent her a Facebook, a Twitter, an email, and a text because I don't know what she's going to wow. turn on and have ability if she gets Wi-Fi or whatever. Right. So I'm like, I never should have left you. I'm sorry. I was like, I'm down here. This is where I am. Call me. Text me. Email me when you get out. Somehow get in touch with me. Then I remembered he said upstairs. Like, you just start remembering words. I'm yes. like, upstairs, upstairs. So I went upstairs to, like, we drop people off. And that's where TSA, that's where, like, customs and security is. Uh-huh. Not TSA, whatever the fuck it is like over the there. Check in, the check in. Yeah, yeah. So I go up there, and now I'm just walking back and forth. And now I have my carry on and my backpack and the suitcase because oh. I would get the suitcase. So I'm trying to drag two bags uh. with a backpack. Now I'm starting to panic. After about 45 minutes. Holy moly. No sign, no coming up, Kukrata, no nothing. Sigma come loudy. Something like that. Yeah. Not when I was on Paxil, I didn't. <laughs> so then I finally go up to a lady that's like information. I was like, I'm really sorry to bother you. I'm looking for my wife. She got, she was in, uh, you know, secure, got detained by yeah. the people. And I don't know where she is. And then she's like, the policia station, whatever, is over here. So I'm like, police, it feels dramatic. But what else am I going to do? Sure. So I go... Knock, I ring the doorbell of the police station. They buzz me in, and it's like a, a fat woman behind the desk, mm. and then a cop who's like fat and has like a spiky hairdo and a gun and the whole thing. Sounds American. And I go, oh, they're French, baby. And I go, I'm looking for my wife. And they go, wait, wait. They point to a couch, and they go, wait. Mm. And I go, yeah, I'm just, my wife got to date. They go, wait, wait. They start talking to each other in French. And now I'm in the fucking police station. I'm freaking out. I got three bags. I don't know where my wife is. So I'm like, all right. So I just wait there. And now I'm afraid. I'm afraid of police. You're yeah, like, I'm sure. gonna get shot. Am I gonna get arrested? I'm in a foreign country, and I'm like, they don't know who I am. They don't even know what I'm saying. We haven't even communicated. Yeah. So what do they mean? Wait. Uh huh. They can't possibly know who I am. So I sit there for about ten minutes while they're chatting. Maybe they saw Fallon. 
Maybe. The stand-ups. Netflix. So I, I finally I go, I'm sorry to bother you again. I just, I apologize. I'm looking for my wife. She got detained. They go, yeah, wait, mm. wait. Now they're saying it angrily. And I'm like, okay, all right, all right, fuck. So I'm just sitting there. And now an hour has passed. One Jeez, full hour has Louis. passed. 60 minutes. 60 minutes. Terrible show. I look at my phone. Now I haven't been looking at my, my text. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Finally... The text had all not said delivered. You know how when someone's uh, phone is off? So now, as I'm looking at it, it goes, bloop, delivered. Oh, it's nice. like, okay, she's back online, baby. Yes. And then I see the little bubble going. Oh, I love the bubble. And I was like, it's such a relief, because all you want now is like, just let us be together. Right. The bubble ends. You get that half a second and says, they're kicking me out of the country. Whoa. They're not letting her in. Holy They're like, hell. your passport's null and void. It's missing. And once they say it's missing, there's no debate. It's like it's it's gone. Your it's reported oh, stolen. Your African American wife is being deported. Yeah, she's being deported. They're like she, she's like they're saying I can't come in. She's like I don't know what to do. I want to cry. She's like I'm so sorry. And I'm like don't worry about sorry. We got to figure this out. Yes. And I'm like can I come to you? And then finally, as I'm texting, one of the agents comes up from the basement Ooh. and she's like, uh, how do you say your wife? Uh, she's uh we're working on it. She's down there, but they they're gonna have to. She's going to have to leave. And I go can I go be with her? She's like no 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 uh. not now. So I'm like, this. now I'm freaking out, but I'm trying to stay calm. I did a good job of staying calm. Yes, calm. And accepting your worst fear, which is we're going back to America. I guess so. Oh, all this money down the toilet, and I go, all right, we'll be all right. Don't worry about it. And Sarah, now on her side, they come up, and some woman tried to get her to sign a thing. An Asian French woman is like, you sign this paper, you're sending it back, and you're being denied. And Sarah just got up the galls, like, I'm not signing anything. Wow. There's no way I'm signing anything. She's like, not until I find my husband. And this is where being married is a benefit, I think. Yeah. Because if you say boyfriend, they're like, who gives a fuck? Right. They're like, oh, husband, geez, well. And then she said it bought her just enough time that a second guy came in. And he's like, all right, all right, well, let's figure something out here. And then Sarah watches enough movies. She's like, what about the embassy? Can I go to the embassy? Uh-huh. And he's like, hmm, let's check with our superiors. Yes. And she's like, they're checking with their superiors. I might be able to go to the embassy. And I'm like, all right, hopefully the embassy. And now she's like, I'm at 2%. Oh, So I stopped God. texting. Now I'm just sitting here, no text. I'm just going, all right, hopefully the embassy or whatever, but worst case scenario, we're going back, which is the worst to fly seven hours. Of course. We get right back on a plane to fly seven hours back. Brutal. We're fucked. And uh, so she ends up battling. And finally, I'm like, I got to piss so bad. Yeah. I go, I'll be right back. I tell the cop, I'm like, I'll be right back. She goes, take your bags with you. And I go, well, I'm coming right back. She's like, yes, take your bags, but then come back. The moment I step out of the police station, I get a text they just let me out. Where are you? Whoa! The biggest relief of my life. I'm like, oh my god! And like now we're back to like, how do we find each other? Yeah. I'm like, I'm downstairs. I'm coming to you. Don't fucking leave. Go right to baggage claim 33. I'm. I'll be right there. I see her. It's like the happiest. Re- oh my the god! The whole thing. I have all the texts. It's two full hours. 7:54 a.m. to 9:54 a.m. Wow. Exactly two hours. What changed? What they? Why did they let her go? I guess. Well, she said there was another couple people. There was like one woman over there who was like a Muslim lady with all the garb, and she's like, "No, no, no, that's my twin sister." Like she was claiming to have a twin sister. So uh-huh. there's like serious shit going down there where yeah. like people are trying to like get into countries. Or whatever. Right. I, I don't know what they did. We went to the embassy, and the lady at the embassy was like, you're so lucky. They shouldn't have let you in. Whoa. So I don't know if it was a white privilege or whatever the fuck, but it's, she's like, it is my passport. It's me. Yeah. You can see that it's me. Uh-huh. And, uh, but it was a whole situation. They finally let her in, and then we had to go. We get in the cab. There's like an hour and a half of traffic. It was brutal. And now, again, we're up for 28 hours now. Jeez. Two hours of detainment, hour of traffic. Then we have to go straight to the embassy. I'm like, we're not doing anything. She's like, we have the whole week to do it. But I'm like, no, no, we're doing it right. Good fucking for you. Now. Get it out. We go to the embassy, and over there, it's like a sketch. First of all, you're now on like United States 
ground, which soil. is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, soil, yes. I had some soil in my asshole after oh, that yeah. detainment. I uh, bet. So we go in, and uh, it's like a sketch. The lady's like, oh, yes, we can take care of this. She's like French-American, whatever. She's like, we can take care of this. It shouldn't be a problem. They're going to cost you this amount of money, yada, yada. She's like, but they just went on lunch. It's an hour. She's ah. like, they left 10 minutes ago. So you got to wait here for 50 minutes. So now we wait in the embassy for 50 minutes. So she gets her paperwork taken care of. Finally, we go. We're the first ones. They go, you got to go pay the uh, treasurer the money. And we go, great. I swear to God, this is true. We walk two windows down to the treasurer. It's like Blues Brothers. It's like a little clock that says, be back in one hour. Ah. They stagger the lunch. They just went on lunch. Oh, so we got to wait another God. 45 minutes for these people. There's lunches in this town. Crazy lunches. So it's another two hours. That's not lunch. Long story short, it was four-hour total thing after landing, seven-hour flight, four-hour yada, yada. Finally, she gets her temporary passport, and we're free and safe and clear. Instead of 8 a.m., it's now noon. Yes. We start our day. We go straight to the, uh, what is it, the Empire State, the Eiffel Tower. Yes. And then from there on out, it was the best time of my life. But what a wild opening. And we were going home, and they were like, you're going home. And if she wow. had signed that paper, we would have skipped the whole trip. But luckily, Sarah was like, I'm not signing it. Good for her. No means no. It's so crazy to hear the behind the scenes, because all I see is a photo of you two smooching all cuddly under the tower and i go oh look at these guys having a great time uh, unbeknownst to me you've been ass raped for four hours Benounced is a french word i think uh-huh sounds it yeah but hey ramsey pronounced ramsey oh, oh yeah fuck me whatever happened to her i think she died ah, sounds about right what are you gonna do but yeah it was quite quite an ordeal and it was like the whole trip like every half hour you're like can you imagine if we had gotten kicked out that was so crazy it was wow. such an ordeal i mean there was tears and fears and uh queers and and right out of the gate too you just you land and then boom a fist right up the pooper well it's so brutal because you're so close like i'm on the other side i'm in yeah, paris i'm a free man you're in and so like there was that thought too of like she'll have to go and take care of this in the states and then come back and i'm like just meet up two days later or whatever i'm like i'll just be by myself getting some french whores or whatever right you're right uh, but anyways the rest of the tr- i mean i got a million more stories i want to i want to well, kick it over to you in but- a way that must have been I mean, it's hell, but to go through all that hell and then clear it has got to be somewhat of a relief right out of the gate. Now you're like, now we have the whole trip free and clear. We were talking about that. There's so much, like, that happens a lot, like, in my life, too, because of anxiety. I always think I have cancer. And then the feeling of, like, being like, that's not cancer. That's a toothache or whatever. Yes. You're like, oh, my God, you feel so good. You feel liberate. So there was, like, kind of a positive, like, we feel extra grateful. But I would have felt plenty grateful if we didn't get Sure, detained, but, sure. But uh, you got to, that passport, it's such a fear, too. Every time you go through customs to be detained or be kicked uh, out or, yeah. like, the idea of flying all the way there and then just be, getting right back on a plane, like, doing the whole thing over again uh-huh. and losing all the money. But fortunately, we were going to Paris and not, you know, Istanbul or fucking, like, a safari in Africa. Right. Or like, at least, like, you're in France. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, but, some European people who are nice. They never give you a benefit. There's no benefit of the doubt there. It's never like, boop. Uh, it'll be fine. It's like we gotta just go all the full hog on this and and dissect it. Well, here's the other thing that happened. Uh, fast forward, I'll skip the whole trip. I'll go back to that. At the end, we're leaving and like we're still nervous because we're fucking you know PTSD and yeah. we're jarred. And she's got a temporary, so it looks a little wacky. This temporary, so like hopefully we can get on get through. And we go individually on customs, French customs, on the way back. Now, when we went through the first time, the guy booped her thing and was like, "Oh shit." He was like, this is no good. So he just handed me back mine. He never stamped mine. He never gave me an entry stamp. Oh, Jesus. So then I go to leave, and the guy there, he doesn't even speak English. He's looking through for my stamp, and I 
I noticed, I knew when the guy, I went through that the guy never stamped my paper because I uh-huh. made note of it because I collect the stamps. It's sure. exciting. And so this guy, I can see him going through each page. I have a ton of stamps on my passport. I'm well-traveled. And he's just going through back and forth, and I'm like, there's no stamp. He didn't stamp. And the guy's like, woot, 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 woot. And I'm like, your guy never stamped. And I'm going to be late for this flight because it yeah. took forever to get through security. I'm like, you got to let me through. I'm like, I don't, there's no stamp. They didn't stamp. And he's like, when did you come here? And I was like, I got here on Thursday, but the guy didn't stamp my paper. Uh-huh. And they're like, to them, they're like, that's impossible. Right. That's our whole job is stamping exactly. the paper. I'm like, my wife got detained. He handed me back my passport. I swear to God. And they're like, well, there's no stamp here. I mean, like, he's like, do you have your boarding pass? I'm like, here's my boarding pass. He's like, no, no, the boarding pass here. Who keeps that? And I was like, who would have a boarding pass? It was six days ago. Right. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. And then I was like, it was on my app, but it's gone now. And then he takes my phone. He's looking at my phone. I'm like, no, no, that's not that's, it. That's just uh, my phone. Jesus. And eventually I kind of asserted. I was like, I'm an Ameri- I flew here on Thursday. My wife is right here. I, I didn't, you didn't stamp my paper. I'm going to miss my flight. And finally they took pity on me too and like gave it back to me. Wow. So they stamped it on the way back. So I got one stamp instead of two stamps. All right. But it was terrifying. Yeah. Jeez but Louise. the trip itself was... Unbelievable. Best time of my I mean the happiest best time of my life. What a city. Everybody should just go to Paris, spend go. time there. We walked all on the we got cigarettes. We smoked cigarettes. Whoa. And Cubans. I got a bunch of Cubans and we're smoking butts and smoking cigars <laughs> and uh, all kinds of things. We went to the Louvre, of course. Oh, yeah. Which is unbelievable. That place is bigger than the town I grew up in. Is that right? There's it's nine kilometers of space. Like all those big buildings with the big glass triangle and like yeah, the, it's the huge. fields and the grounds. Well, the triangle is just, uh, that's no grounds. That's just a fucking monument. Well, I think the that's fuck. the inside looking out. Yeah, it's just yeah. a roof or whatever. <laughs> right, it's a roof because it's all underground. There's so many levels and it goes so long and over and up. It's like, I think it's, it might even be 15 kilometers of space in there. And it was the King's Castle. That was his joint. Oh, is that right? I lived there. It's the second biggest museum in the world. There's like 350,000 pieces there. Uh Uh-huh. We saw the Mona Lisa and the goddess, what's her name, Mary de Milo. Yeah, Venus. Venus de Milo. Yes, Venus and Serena. Yeah, and uh, we saw Serena, too. First, I mean, I got so much stuff about Paris, but I want to kick it over. We saw Serena's first match back. We saw Rafael Nadal, the king of clay. It was unbelievable. Our facilities are so much better than the French Open. Oh, nice. There's no bathroom in the stadium. Wouldn't it just be the Open to them? Yeah, well, we have the U.S. Open. Ah, good point. Ho-ho, folks. Time for a nice ad read. RX Bar. I love these guys. Whole food protein bars with simple, real ingredients. They tell you what they what you're noshing on right there on the package. I have noshed on a few packages myself. RX bars come in 11 delicious flavor varieties. As of May 14th, folks, there's three new hot flavors. Mango pineapple, peanut butter and berries, and chocolate hazelnut. Good golly, those sound delish. Also starting May 29th, RX bars introduces RX nut butter. Woo, that's my favorite porn. Love nut butter. Yeah, made with the same core ingredients as RX bar protein bars. The new nut butters include a base of nuts, peanuts or almonds, egg whites, and dates. I've had a few hot dates myself. Available in honey, cinnamon, peanut butter, peanut butter, and vanilla almond butter. Man, these these flavors are just made for me. I love it. Can't get better. No added sugar, no artificial flavors. Whether you like sweet or savory, chocolate or fruit flavors, there's an RX bar for you. Egg whites for protein, dates to bind it all, nuts for texture. 
Get it for breakfast, have it on the go, snack at the office, throw in the bag of the plane. Pre-post workout snack. Now, here's the jizz of it all. For 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slash Tuesdays and enter promo code Tuesdays at checkout. For a limited time, every order will receive free samples. Free samples. And that ends on June 30th, so you got about a month to get cooking on that. Do it! Tuesdays, promo code at checkout for 25% off. Get some bars, get some muscles, and get some friends. You're very lonely. We'll see you in hell. Thank you. All right. All right. Give, give me some business, well, and then I'll come back. I'm just going to – I got to backtrack. I just want to thank everybody in the goddamn state of Colorado. What is that, the Rocky Mountain State? Yeah, I think so. The Rocky Mountain states. Yeah, there but you a lot go. of it's flat, which is quite shocking. That's true. Much like my ex. But uh, so I just went. I flew in on Wednesday and did a whole run. It was a whole Labor Day run all the way till Sunday. Left on Monday, so I was in Colorado for a while. Flew in, went straight to Fort Collins. Yes, I'm doing it next week. Great town. It's adorable. It's kind of a Madisony, uh, like a college town. Gorgeous, just clean, cute, and quaint. Ooh. Yeah, so I go there, I go right to the Aggie Theater, which was great. The the people there, Dave is very nice, and Kyle, good good eggs, they treat you well, and uh, they get you dinner and the whole thing. A bunch of Tuesdays came out, and nice. we had a great time. We got I got did some shots and a lot of photos, a lot of drunks. Great time at the Aggie. Thanks to everybody who jizzed on me. One kid, we go out after, we get dinner at something like a hot chicken place. That's like their spot there. Oh, I love chicken. And this kid comes up and he's like, hey, man, I'm a big fan. I got some shrooms for you, but uh, I don't know if you want them. And I go, I'll take them. And he just hands me a bag of shrooms. I took an Instagram of it, if you want to see. And these are the best looking shrooms I've ever seen in my life. So thank you to the shroom kid. Shroomy. Took a photo with him. Then I go straight back. Then that night, it's a good hour and a half, two hour drive back to Denver. Go to Denver. I had some of the best shows of my life. I, re- I recorded some of these, and I sent them to Netflix. Like, hey, suck on that, bitches. All right. We'll see if that goes through. You never know. And just tons of Tuesdays. The Ari shows really help. You're going to have some packed houses. I hope so. Please pack my house. Yes. And my asshole. Full house. Come. Days go by. Wait, no, that's, that's Family Matters. Full house. What's yeah. Full House? Full House is whatever happened to the predictability. The milkman, the, the, the paperboy, paper the MTV. All right. So, uh, so all the shows were killer. Friday Late Show was a slugfest. Uh, a lot of drunks came out. But we had a great time. The staff is great. The club is great. The city's great. Sold out. I've never done this. I hit my percentage. You know, they say guaranteed so much, so much. Yeah. Unless yeah. you hit 65% of ticket. But, but, and I hit it. Wow. Yeah, that must have been a lucrative weekend. It was so lucrative. I've made more money there than I've ever made at a comedy club and, and made a lot of TV gigs and whatnot. I made a ton of money. Wow. So thanks, everybody, for coming out. I went to the Rockies game just to celebrate. And uh, here's what I wanted to get into, though. Please. So, so these kids are coming out, these Tuesdays, and they're giving me Chipotle cards. God bless you. Praise Allah. We appreciate it. So I'm going to Chipotle four times a day. You know, why the hell not? It's one right by the, the hotel yeah. there. Don't forget Slippery Pete's, though. I do like a Pete. And uh, so I go to Chipotle, and I I go somehow. I just end up there on a lunch rush. So uh-huh. I'm like, ah, what are you going to do? Fuck it. I'll wait in line. Big line out the door. A lot of a lot of well-to-dos, button-ups tucked in, yuppies. pantsuits. Yuppies. 
it's it's a it's a weekday. It's a Friday, so these kids are at work. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting in line, and I get the fucking the works. Give me the barbacoa with the guacamole and the jizz, the whole thing. I get up to the register. I go, here you go, Dickless. I just hand her a stack of forty cards, and she goes, all right, swipes one. Uh, there's nothing on here, which is possible. So I go, ah, here's another one. And she goes, nothing. So Probably I go, from that Indian fella. <laughs> fucking scumbag. R- R- Rishi. Gumbaz <laughs> like Nazi. You son of a bitch. So I go, I go, hey, no, these are fresh. I got, I, look, I'm a comedian. <laughs> they give them to me. These are right out of the package. And she goes, well, there's nothing coming up. And I go, hey, look, cunt dick. I, I used these yesterday. There's $88 left on there. These are big cards, you know. <laughs> this is a big catch. And she goes, ah, they're not working. So she calls the manager. And I go, I swear to God. And I, I'm, I'm creating a stink. Oh, I love a stink. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a just f- like an Indian guy. Yes, in a cab. I'm, I'm, a f- I'm fussing, as they say. So I go, oh, no, these cards are good. These aren't bunk. I know a bunk card when I see it. I was biting the cards. These are good. And she goes, they're not swiping, you fag. And I go, look, I'm telling you, they're good. And she goes, I'm telling you, they're not. And I go, call a manager. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the, the, the embarrassment. She's shaming me with these cards. Well, sometimes they have to press in the thing, and then sometimes they don't press well because I can see it because the, the dollar and the cent starts going up. Oh. And I'm like, no, no, you're pressing the dollars and the cents, not right. the card code. Right, right. So she does a few cards, but, I mean, the tension is high because there's 800 people behind mm-hmm. me in suits and pants and stuff. So I go, look, sloppy twat. This is gold. This is this is This is currency. And she's like, I'm telling you. So I go, I'm walking. I got a big fat burrito piled up to here with guacamole. I go, I'm walking. I had cash, but I walked. I, I took a stand. And I go, look, that's you just yours. walked? I walked. I didn't know you could walk. Well, I was a- I Asian-ed. It. You can walk. I walked. <laughs> um, yes. By the way, I think Rishi is a great guy. I said scumbag. <laughs> I was trying to be funny. Uh, he's I a, feel terrible. He knows he's a terrorist. All yeah, right. I was only kidding. I we, appreciate it. I'm very grateful. I'm going to be thinking about this all night. We, we love you, Rishi. It's going to probably buy us a franchise out of guilt. <laughs> So, so I go, look, I'm walking. There's a big pile there. And the manager comes out. He goes, ah, sir. And I'm halfway out the door. He goes, just take it. We're going to throw it away. Just take it. And I go, ah, I don't know what to do. So now me and him are doing a umpire and a pitcher thing. Uh, and the manager, I'm kicking dirt on his feet. He's kicking dirt on mine. Wait, I go, so you're you walking without the burrito? I go, I'm walking. I'm sick of this. I I'm thought you were walking with the burrito. No. You got to walk with the burrito. No, I walked. Just go, keep it. Fuck you. These are good. You're screwing me. All right. I, I would have walked with the burrito. No, because I, well, I to them, that would be stealing because they said there's no money here. All right. So I scoop up all my cards. I put them in a briefcase, and I go, I'm out. <laughs> you scoop the cards. I scoop the niblets. So uh, he goes, all right. He chased me down with the burrito in hand. He goes, just take it. Just take it. And I go, all right, fuck it. So now I just sit there eating like a weirdo, and everybody's staring at me like, this guy just stole a burrito. So what was the issue with the cards? They just didn't. Their, their computer sucked. They had a bad swipey. Bad swipey. And she put it in a few times, but I think the nerves were getting to her, and she was hitting the three, four times, and it was hit a pound button and a cue. It was not good. Yeah, I can always feel it. I'd rather just pay when they can't swipe. Yeah, so that was awkward. Then a couple hours later, I text Nate. Nate's sober. He's got a lot of stuff in the works. Ah, so he's comedy in, works. He's in business mode. He's at the South Club. Wow, we got a real fart on there, folks. That was a list. Uh, oh, that's an instinct. Exclusive. Are you getting that? That's a scratch and sniff. <laughs> Woo-wee! Oh what God. is that, a hot tea? Oh, my God. That's some oatmeal. Wow. And- <laughs> Man, I would have sent you back to Paris on that one. Good Lord. Customs. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not accustomed to that smell. Oh, God. So Oof, uh, That's a real Rishi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
God <laughs> damn, that is appalling. Alexa, call the police. Oh, shit. Don't do it, really. Don't that was that. a joke. You just What? Reggie Watts. Nah, forget it. He stinks. <laughs> Don't call, Don't call Don't Reggie, call Watts. On Reggie Watts. They'll yeah. fucking shoot him. <laughs> Don't call anybody. Don't Alexa. call. Abort. Don't don't abort my wife. No call. No show. <laughs> don't, don't call anybody. Shut up, you. We whore. need Shelby back. Yeah. Call Shelby. <laughs> call Shelby. Oh, I'm sweating like a fucking Rishi trying to buy a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so. I had a great lunch with Nate. We hung up for like four hours. He was in Denver? He was in Denver doing the South Club, the big one. Oh, no kidding. He's doing the big club. I was doing a little club, and he's sold out everything. He's killing it. Yeah. But he's got so much just stuff in the works that he's like, he's a different guy. He's yeah. just focused, and he's just headstrong and put away dry. I got to tell you, he oversold this half hour, this Netflix half hour. He's like, you got to just buy a Cadillac now and yeah. wear nice shoes right. and bring your suit to Paris because you got a Netflix special. Right. And I got to tell you, I haven't gotten a tweet since 1987 here. People, check out the Netflix and send this kid a tweet. He's dying over yeah, here. Yeah, tell some people. I mean, uh, tell a couple friends and, and tell them to get on the Patreon and uh, to blow their parents because uh, things have quiet on the Western Front here. Yeah. So once he got in my head, I'm trying to drink less. And then, of course, that night I got wasted. I was so hungover on Saturday. Like, couldn't get out. I think I'm getting old, man. Yeah, you are. Uh, me, you're getting old, you know, the way you eat those Oreos. You're practically having sex with them. So I just was so – I couldn't get out of bed. I'm like, I'm in Denver. The sun is shining, and I'm, I'm, like, a, I'm like regarding Henry. I can't even move a toe. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, ah, fuck. So I take an Adderall, and that juices you all up. So I go to the Rockies game, Coors Light. And I uh, had a great time. I got some nosebleed seats. Got, took the shirt off. I, I never forgot what you said about the shirt off. Yeah. About how in the back of the old days, guys would take their shirt off. Shirtless all the time. All the it time. It was a whole shirtless world, and it's just changed. Is that because we've gotten fatter or we've gotten more conservative? More conservative, think? I think. It's just not socially acceptable anymore. You see the old picture of the bleachers, 100% shirtless. Nobody wore shirts. Nobody wore shirts. Even in, in private, like at barbecues. Yes. My family, all my uncles would have jeans, no shirts. Fascinating. But now no one's walking around with no shirts. Like, what are you doing, Steve? Put that on. Right, it's a lot of skin, I guess. I guess so. Well, we're—I guess men are grosser. They should be thin men. It's the nipples. No, they were fat back then too. Right. It was fat, a lot of fat. Fat back. All right, so uh, yeah, just had a great time in Denver, and thanks everybody. Thanks the club, the staff, the anal, the cards, the fans, the edges. The whole thing was great. And if you'd like to see more, I'm there next week. There you go. And Fort Collins on Wednesday. Denver Comedy Works Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Please come back out again. Support all the gays. But I gotta tell you, Denver gets you. It gives you a taste of like what it's like to have fans and be a draw and make some real goddamn clams. I hope. Well, don't Nate me. I mean, Nate, oh, I, yeah. fucking, I bought a private jet on the strength of this Netflix, <laughs> and uh, I got a day job now. You should have flown that to Paris. All right. So, yeah. Let me uh, let me do a read. Oh, we gotta do a read. Yeah. I forgot. Maybe yes. we should do it after so we can plug it in the middle. Oh, we went late. Yeah, let's do that. I think that might be better. I don't want to kill the momen. Well, and well, I think we're the 75 women. minutes into this episode here. All right. So, yeah. So, that then I got Clusterfest, but that's a whole other bag of hammers. So, you go. All right. I'll tell you some Paris anecdotes. I got to fucking burp and fart and look at a note here. What a trip already. We're already... Uh you got a suit on. You're in customs. Sarah's not signing things. It's like a movie. It was pretty fun. And uh, so, we went to uh, this... Burlesque. We wanted to go. You know, we went over to Montmartre. Oh, that's Mont the hip Montmartre. Area. Yeah, and I, that was a little oversold to me too. By the way, people were like you haven't been to Paris because I went all over 
I spent a couple days there last year or two years ago with Lucifer. And people were like, you didn't go to uh, Montmartre. You don't know anything about anything. You're a fucking retard. You stink. You're gay. Yeah. And then I went over there, and it's cool, but it's not. It's just a neighborhood. Yeah, it's nice. It's yeah. it's fine. It's whatever. It's a little. It's got a little uh, scum on it. A yeah, little, it's a little bit of a little grimy. A little grime, but uh, a little grit. Went over there. There's like Moulin Rouge. We wanted to see some French shit, so we went to a. A different cabaret, not Moulin Rouge. We went to one down the street. Okay. And uh, you see tits, which is exciting. That's fun. I've never seen tits with my wife before. Europe tits. Yeah, some nice Europe tits. But I'll tell you, we made love right before, and I, had, I dropped a big hot one on the sheets. So Ooh-wee. the tits did nothing for me. You ever see tits, and you're like, this is nothing. Oh, man, I got to tell you, I bought uh, Girls Gone Wild back in the 81, and those tits, after you see seven pairs, you go, I got it. Yeah, That's yeah. It. Well, you need some investment for a tit to pay off. Right, tit invest. Yeah, like if I was at a Starbucks and the barista's tits fell out, I'd be coming all over the the, the, the pastries. That's amazing. But just a random tit, it's just it's just a nipple and a, that's some skin. That's true. It's a bag of jizz with a nip. I used to see them at barbecues in my 70s, in the 70s. Oh, no shirt. No shoes, no problem. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, so we went to the show. We're enjoying the burlesque show, and it's real silly. It's kitschy. We're in a little theater, and Sarah got dressed up. I dressed my Ted Baker on my nice my, my pants. And uh, the guy, one of the guys, the gay dancers come out, and they're all dancing. I'm enjoying it. I'm half tired. And Sarah goes, look at that guy. It's Dan Soder. One of the dancers looks exactly like Soder. He's wow. gay, flamboyant, French Soda. I've never laughed my so hard in my life. I laughed for two hours straight. Oh, really? Afterwards, we tried to find him on the internet. We couldn't find him. This guy... Big head, square jaw, just like Soda, but it was doing like the mouth open, whoo, like jazz uh-huh. finger guy. And uh, it was the gayest Dan Soda I've ever seen in my life. This is, wow. He's got a doppelganger heading out over there. There you go. And it's just Dan Soda and tits. I, I was laughing. My ass. Everyone was looking at us because we were laughing too hard. You know, you can't stop laughing. Right. Everyone's looking at us like, scram, you piece of shit. Sure. This is art. Well, and according like, to, sorry. to Danny, his mom was quite a hua, so maybe she was out there uh, finagling out in Gay Paris. Oh, you think she banged a Frenchman? I think she took a big hot uh, French bread up the, the the vagina. I think you might be right. Well, I, I talked to him. He didn't mention that, but uh, he's he's curious. Uh-huh. Now, so he's half gay too. Yeah, he's a baguette. But anyway, <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, thank uh, you. Uh, but anyways, that was something else. And like I said, we bought uh, cigarettes. We went down to the river, and there was a big... Th- Do you know it rains more in Paris than in London? I did not know that. That's what I heard. I love fun facts like that. Like, cows kill more people than sharks. What? Look it up. Google. What do they, do? they get bad milk? Ah, you kick, you headbutt, you ram, you, you sit know, on. They kick. Oh, they kick. <laughs> I've never been kicked by a cow, but cow I've never kick. gotten close to a cow, I have to say. Yeah, well, try it. You might get, you might get killed. Oh, they probably kill farmers, I suppose. That's what it is. And there's a lot of something they can run over people. Oh, yeah. Or they tip over. Or they tip. They might roll over on a baby. They tip. Jews don't, but cows do. Hey. Take it easy. Canoe. Just kidding. Uh, anyways, so then we, uh, we went down there, and there's a big thunder, huge thunderstorm. We're on one of the bridges there, and we're looking. I got a great photo of it. It's just this dark. Cl- it looked like Independence Day with the big ship coming over, big black cloud. I'm like, over there, it's nice. So I'm taking all these panoramic with the blue sky over there and the thunderstorms over there. Yes. And we got these smokes. So we went under a bridge. I was like, let's just wait out the storm and smoke. I love it. So we're sitting under a bridge, and like underneath, you have this huge open sky of the river and the sky and the storm. And it's lightning so it's just lighting us up yeah. we're the only two under there and she's smoking butts i'm smoking a cuban we got the eiffel tower in the background it was the most uh, serene magical 
hour of my life. It was a full hour, which wow. is about how long it takes to smoke a nice cigar. Romantic. And then I finished the cigar, threw it in a puddle, and then just then it was just kind of sprinkling. We popped open our umbrellas and went for a nice long walk. Woo-wee! And Paris is just beautiful. You're talking about they drink wine, but no one... Culturally, no one bellies up to a bar. There's no like pubs. Yeah, in Paris, that's true. You sit at a cafe and you face out and you drink glasses of wine or right. whatever, or like maybe a beer or whatever, or you get wine. You sit in the park or by the river. Right. But there's no like, I'll take another one over here. That's true. Well, I had a fucking scally fucking. There's none of that. It's just <laughs> sitting around being like, well, I think politics are stupid or whatever. Maybe that's why the Irish were were the n words of Europe because that's what they they're a bunch of drunk idiots. Yeah, Ireland and England, they're all you know up at the bar, but uh, there they just kind of sit and. You, I love Paris. I love I love leaving the country because of all the things that drive you crazy about America. But there's also those things you're like. After a while, I'm like. I just want a meal and leave. I want a half hour. Every meal is two hours in two, Paris. Uh, and it's thick and heavy and gay. But you're like, hey, can I get the check? And they're like, sure. And then you see them just standing yes, over there for like yes. a half hour. So true. And they, there's no to go there. They don't even understand the concept. No. Like, I'll have a tea to go. You and got I'm, all day. It's 15 minutes. I'm like, can I get the tea? The guy's like, yeah, it's coming. Right. Like, they just there's no like uh, urgency there. There, there is, is a Chipotle there, by the way. What? Yeah, there's a Chipotle in Paris. Unless I was seeing mirages. Maybe. But I think there's a Chipotle in Paris. I didn't go in, of course. But after a while, you're like, I cannot wait to go home. Because remember, I did Winnipeg right before. Yeah, then sure. went camping with Bobby and Ari. And then went straight to Paris. So I'm like, I got to get home. Oh, yeah. I need a McDonald's, a Domino's, a blowjob, and a Starbucks in that <laughs> order. That's a good day. It really is. Well, it's a lot of fat but um, well, for both of us. She's not that big. Um, but uh, it was just a magical time. And I, I can't even describe. It's the happiest I've ever been. I had no worries, no cares. Just felt great. I wish everyone could experience what I had. The yes. love of my life on my arm, a dream come true. The Eiffel Tower, I'm enamored with it. We talked about this before. Beautiful. I cry. We walked up there, and we went up to the top of Notre Dame, which was great. And uh, we had the Skip the Line app. That was fun. We're up there what? with the Shakespeare and Co. bookstore. We sat in there for an hour. A lot wow. of meditation in Notre Dame. We went to these. Uh, Notre know, Dame's the, cooler than uh, Montmar, that neighborhood. Oh, yeah. I like the whole way thing. better. The island. Yes. Then we did one of those boat tours. We did an hour boat tour. Whoa. They gave us all the fun facts and stuff. I We're love on the it. boat, living our lives. And uh, I got great photos. I post them all. Check them out on Instagram. Go to Paris. Fuck your father. And uh, just the best, happiest time of my life. It was like one of those ones where you're just, we get along all the time, anyways, but we were just getting along. And you're like, God, I, I feel like I, I did it. Yes. We, we went to Paris. Like, it's everything I wanted to be as a teen. We're like having this long conversation and smoking on the river under the bridge. You're like, this is what I dreamed of being uh, and doing. Love it. Love it. And then you have that feeling where the trip is ending. You're like, oh, we got to go home, back to our lives. And I'm like, I'm at the cellar all weekend. I'm going to New York City. Yeah. That city's pretty good, too. Yeah. Well, you got to leave to a preach. You do. You preach. And it's like, I'm not like I'm going back to fucking, you know. Dig ditches or whatever, with all due respect to the people digging ditches, I don't want to make you feel bad. I think they got machines now. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, that means they have no job now. Ah, damn, blowjob. Fucking machines. I'm going to rage against them. They're taking over. But then I got home, and then I was like, yeah, I hadn't been on stage in a week. And sometimes you take a week off. You're like, what am I doing? I should be working. What am I at? And I went, no, no, I just go back to work now. There you go. Got back. I was at the cellar all weekend. And what a sight for a sore asshole. When you get home and you see that comedy cellar, it was Ooh. a weekend. 
Estes there, Val's there, Sam Marill, who is just unbelievable. I saw him have a set at the Village Underground. I was like, this guy's the best comedian there is right He's now. Killer writer. Go check out Sam. And uh, I was at the Village Underground Fat Black Cellar all weekend. Killing. I got all this new stuff, all this new Paris material. Oh, nice. So happy about that. And uh, I feel great. It's good to be back. I love my life. I love you. And uh, I love gays. And I'm sorry about everything. Yeah, the gays are fine. But, uh, yeah, good to have you back. And, uh, boy, I've, I've been dying to hear all about it. So I uh, didn't disappoint. I'm, I'm sure there's more here that I'm missing. Oh, this happened last night, by the way. This is not even removed from Paris. Yeah. Or two nights ago. I'm riding the train home. It's like 2 in the morning. Had a hot night at the cellar. And this is an amazing travel moment. I'm going. It's, it's raining. I think it was Saturday night. It's raining. I leave. I'm done. I had five sets. Made some good money there. Had yeah. Had a fistful of cash. Great sets. New stuff. I'm like, I'm going to go get a cab and head home and see my baby. It's pouring rain. There's no cabs available. I'm standing in the pouring rain, and it's like, it's just no cabs available. Cars are going by. The cabs are all occupied. So I was like, fuck this. Let me jump on the train. I was like, I'll get out of this neighborhood, and then I'll get a cab from there, because the weekend service is a nightmare. Brutal. I walk down to West 4th Street. The E train, which takes me to Astoria, is pulling up. I love it. I jumped. I saved 30 bucks. I got home in 30 minutes. Wow. Unbelievable. But we're driving on the train from 4th Street to 14th Street, uh-huh. and it's kind of chugging along weekend service. And we're underground, pitch black, and all of a sudden, somebody's banging on the windows, underground. Whoa! And I'm like, what the fuck? I turn, and you just see a ghostly face. Oh, my God. Under the ground. And everyone, the whole train shitting their pants. Somebody was underground banging on the fucking window like a psychopath. Is it Melania? No, no Melania. I don't know who it was. It was a real ghostly man. Oh, my word. Some drunk maniac. What? Risking his life. Yeah, yeah. He was like in like a little cubbyhole, like, ah. It was like a, it was the craziest horror movie oh moment. Oh my god! It wasn't a, it was a hobo? Some kind of hobo, or just like a drunk fucking lunatic? What the fuck? But he banged the whole train ride down. Like he could look down the train. Everyone was like freaking out and jumping, like looking at each other. Like, you guys heard that? That's insane. And I was by myself, and I had some like headphones in, but I was listening to like a podcast. So I was just like, well, "Did I hear that?" I was like, and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" And it's all these like Latinos. They're like, "What the?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really fucking creepy Whoa, and spooky. Oh, that is a spook show and a half. It made my heart pound. And then like I got off the train in Queens and I'm walking like, every noise I'm like ah. yeah because once you're startled you just stay startled wow I live my whole life startled I'll never get a boner again after that startled is a fun word startled finished mm. anyways that's pretty much what I got Paris I wish I had more story stories but it was just glorious that's, I mean it's just that's what you want it's the city of light it was just it was just magical I felt in love with the city and with my wife and with my life and uh what a town. I mean, what a, if you have the means, go yeah. out to Paris. I tell you, man, we have great lives. Just in San, Ver- San Fran, I'm not going to get into it because I'm going to save some juice. But, uh, I mean, we're sitting there amongst all these talented people. I'm talking to – I didn't actually talk to Mulaney. I'm terrified of him. But Mulaney's there and Jim Jeffries and Schumer and Trevor Noah and Jon Stewart. And we're all akinbo, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hanging out with Michael Che's dressing room. These people are like, oh, my God, Michael Che. They're like on their knees blowing him. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to make another drink, you fucking Jew. And just having a great time. And, oh, man, it, we're getting paid to be – I did I did an 8,500-seat theater. It was amazing. And it just – they just give you food, they give you drinks, and they go, hey, here's a party, are you happy, are you comfortable? I'm like, yeah, but are you kidding? This is the best night of my life. Yeah, it's nice. We're hanging, we're creating friendships, the whole thing, and uh, yeah. hopefully we go a while before we get kicked out of society. And I'll tell you, it feels like you're cheating a little bit. Like, you're just like, this is too good to be true. And then in two or three weeks, I'm going to Italy with the lady. Ooh, manja, We're going to the Amalfi Coast. 
What's Amalfi? That's Amalfi the big, That's the coastline on the bottom there, and it's like the most beautiful place on the planet. Oh, it's wow. All, you drive it. I got a Fiat. The bottom of the boot. Thank you. All right. Yeah, boot, lick give my the boot. boots. Uh, like my love pump. Yeah, so uh, I can't wait. And I, I have the guilt that you have. You're like, oh, am I not working? I'm gay. I hate myself. I'm going to kill my dad. But... I'm just gonna enjoy it and suck it up and get a tan and, and get a pasta. Yeah, you go, you enjoy it, and then you just go back, and then you're like, oh yeah, you take one set, you listen to a set. You, I listen to a set to be like, oh, that remember that joke goes, that's yep. a joke, and then you're back in it. it. Doesn't take long. People leave their jobs and they come back. I know, but then you start feeling, but you think about these young guys nipping at your heels, but that's eh, all. Silly. No, there's no nip. That's in your head. It's just anxiety. It's just life. Oh, I want to get into it, but the Clusterfest is a, is a chunk. Tease it next tease, week, folks. Come back, same gay time, same gay channel. Uh, and then, by the way, go to the Patreon. We're about to do a hot bonus. Woo-wee. There's a bonus episode up there. There's live episodes up there. Melinda, get back on. There's yes. no pornography on there, you kook. Come on, you whore. And uh, tell everybody to get on the Patreon because we're doing bonuses. We're doing stuff. We're doing live stuff. And uh, and come see us live. We're all over the road. At the, uh, the second half of this year is jam-packed with jizz. So you're going to want to get it right on the face. Yeah, I got a lot of dates. Next week is, uh, well, this week, Syracuse. If you're upstate, go to Syracuse. Tom, Dustin, and Alvin are on the show with me. Big Al. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh, next week, Wednesday, I'm at Fort Collins. And, oh, by the way, right now, today... Ticketfly got hacked. Is that right? You heard, yeah. I did not the hear. Stand, all these places got hacked. Oh, yeah, hacked. So they were out, down, and about for a week. So today, they're offering a 25% off ticket sales at the Fort Collins show. So go get your tickets Ooh. today. It's a it's a limited, temporary, sorry about the hacking situation. Yeah, you're So right. get on it, because it's not going to last that long. There 25% off Wednesday at the... Uh, Aggie Theater, Aggie. Fort Collins, and then Comedy Works, Denver. I'm so excited to be there uh, all weekend. And I got a bunch of other days. Montreal Comedy Nest is coming up. Providence Comedy Connection is in July. And uh, Hyenas, I think, is in August. Oh, nice. Bellevue, if you're a Pearl Jam fan and a Joe List Tuesdays with Stories fan, I'm doing a show between the two Seattle Pearl Jam shows. Bellevue. Wow. What's that club in Bellevue? Parlor Live. Parlor Live, Live August 9th. Pearl Jam is August 8th and 10th. The night between... Go to the uh, Bellevue. I'll be there. How do you like them apples? Yeah, I'm going to be at both Pearl Jam shows and my own show, obviously. Boy, talk about living a life. That's like your dream. It is my dream. My parents are coming out. It's going to be really something. But watch out, Bellevue. Pretty high end. I've been there before. I've been to the mall and walked around there. I was actually at that mall when the Paris attacks happened. Oh, wow. I went to the movies with uh, Derek. We saw Room, which is like a creepy movie with the kid and the woman. And the, yes. And then we came out, and there was like this big Paris attack. So, uh, What's that kid's name? Eddie Bauer? Eddie Krisnav? What? The guy who got shot? Or the, uh, what? The, the, the magazine. The Paris. The magazine. Mad Magazine? No, they shot up a magazine. Oh, Headbo. Charlie Headbo. Charlie Headbo. Yes, yeah. which I still, when I went to Gay Perry a couple months ago, there was Headbo stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. They love the Headbo. I didn't really follow that too closely. but That's, like- It's like their onion. Oh, right. And then some them, some muzzies. They trashed a couple muzzies, and then uh, they've shot up the joint. Oh, well, what are you going to do? But, hey, can't uh, you can't judge. Bill Maher hates them, but uh, what are you going to do? What can you do? Well, be nice to each other, everybody. Take care of each other, and uh, go hit the Patreon. There's a lot of bonus stuff. It's a lot of fun. Come see us live, for God's sakes. T-shirts are up. I'm all over the road. Chicago, Salt Lake City, this weekend or next weekend at uh, Wise Guys. Then I'm, uh, I'm at D.C. Draft House. D.C., God love you. Come out to shows. Let's make love. And uh, where the hell else am I? New Orleans, coming hometown hero. 
jizzinmyface.com. Helium in Portland, one of my favorite clubs, one of my favorite cities. Please come out to that. I'm going to push the hell out of those tickets. I want to hit... I'm I'm hooked now on hitting my numbers. I want to hit at every club and make I some know. real cash. Believe me, I know it's hard. It's fucking really hard. Yeah, we're out of money, folks. We spent it all on Paris and Islam. Uh, Hartford Funny Bone, one of my faves. Not really. Omaha Funny Bone. Side Splitters in Tampa. Hyenas. Uh, we're both coming down. Gotham in New York City. Stress Factory. Uncle Vinny's. Ooh, I'm really uh keeping it local for a while. Rumors in Winnipeg. Tell a friend. Uh, Black Friday, Thanksgiving, Chicago, Skyline Comedy Cafe got bought. Oh, I heard that. Somebody bought it out. Now I'm doing that. That's not not for a while, but uh, come out, uh, Wisconsin, then Pittsburgh. So, yeah, hot week, hot year, hot pod. Hot-blooded. Hot toddy. So we love you. We're gay. Praise jizz. Eat your asshole and come in my soup. We'll see you next year. Farts. Yell at Chipotle. <laughs>